You're listening to The Marketing Funnel Show, episode number 28. Today, I'm interviewing my Facebook ad client, Annalisha Lynn, about everything it took to get ready to run a full-scale Facebook ad campaign that supports her marketing funnel and launch her program while being smart about her budget and attracting the right people. Let's dive into this deep dive interview and behind the scenes peek now. Welcome to the Marketing Funnel Show. I'm your host, Michelle Evans, and this is the podcast for coaches, experts, and online business owners to learn how to go from simply surviving to sold out using the power of marketing funnels. All right, let's jump into today's show. So, Anne Alicia Lynn is back from episode number 25, and this time we're going to do a deep dive into how she got ready for her full-scale Facebook ad campaign to launch her newly created marketing funnel. If you missed her on episode 25, Annalisha Lynn is a writer, a speaker, a coach, and the creator of Exercise 180. Back in January 2018, Annalisha did a beta launch of her Exercise 180 program and had incredible results. Her audience loved it and her beta launch slots sold out quickly. So Annalisha knew she had a winner. And she reached out to me to ask if I'd be willing to work with her on a full Facebook ad campaign that would support her marketing funnel and fill it up with ready and eager buyers. And of course, I said yes. Then after recording episodes 16, 17, 18, and 19, I got so many questions from my audience about, Michelle, can you please provide us some specific examples of how to bring an ad campaign together like what I had outlined. The problem is most of my clients uh, don't want to share and if I showed you mine it would be a little bit overwhelming because you know I've been at mine for a long time and I asked Annalisha if she'd be willing to share the process, process that we've gone through to launch her marketing funnel for Exercise 180 because we just launched her. So I figured that she would be really uh, approachable and and relevant to many of you who are like, okay, I'm just trying to figure this out and see how I could do this as well. And thankfully, Annalisha said yes. So let's dive into this incredibly insightful interview that will literally pull back the curtain and take you step by step into how we work together to get Annalisha up and running so her Facebook ads would fully support her marketing funnel and work hand in hand to create a wonderful experience for her audience. Let's dive into the interview now. Hey, Annalisha, thank you so much for joining me today to talk all about Facebook ads. Mm, I'm excited, my pleasure. Yes, all right, so I know that you were recently on the Marketing Funnel Show, but for those who didn't hear that interview, I would love for you to just give a teensy tiny bit about your background, like who you are um, and what your program specifically is about, because we're going to be talking a lot about how we got ready to advertise that today. Absolutely. So on the last episode, you know, I, I like you said, I gave a little more detailed explanation, um, but to shorten it up um, and get to current time, 
I started off as elementary physical education teacher. So um, I was in the health and fitness world in that way. Ended up being trained in yoga, Pilates, and health coaching, um, and left teaching, started a health and wellness business where I was doing um, all in-person consulting and teaching. Took it online, started a membership program where people got access to um, yoga and Pilates videos of mine. And now all of that has morphed into a brand and a course that I now call Exercise 180, um, where we're really um, trying to help people who are tired of standard health and fitness advice and um, really helping people become truly strong, truly healthy, not just in body, but also in mind. So we can really change things for the next generation and ourselves, of course. Um, and so that's, I guess that's my story. That's, yeah. that's my brand and business at this point. Yeah. And you've, I mean, you have created a, a tribe of really committed people who are so into you and you're ready to take this broader, right? Yes. And yeah, absolutely. And, um, and so, and just so everyone knows, <laughs> I want you to talk a little bit about your own comfort and experience running Facebook ads, because mm -hmm. a lot of times when people come to me to run Facebook ads, they fall into one of two camps, either one, they've never ever run Facebook ads before. And so they would fall in the total newbie. Like, I just want to hire somebody to do this because it seems really overwhelming mm -hmm. or they fall into camp two where I've done it myself, but I'm ready to outsource this to somebody else or to have a partner to work with. So which camp mm -hmm. are you in? Um, I'm kind of, <laughs> uh, kind of a mix. So I, I, um, I think I avoided Facebook ads for a long time. And then I, I tried a lot of other things like guest blogs and going on television and things of that nature um, to try to increase traffic. But what I found was that it's, you can't consistently, um, it, you can't, the way you can bring consistency is by really being in control of your whole marketing, which includes Facebook ads. And so um, I realized that the other things I was trying were, were not working. So then I did a Facebook ads course. So I tried to do it myself and that didn't work. <laughs> there was a lot of things that I didn't know. I didn't know. Um, so I don't know. Does that answer your question? So I avoided them for a long time. Then I tried them, but they didn't work. And that's when you and I came together in this way. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, is that Facebook ads are more than just setting them up, right? I mean, oh you found gosh. that out. Michelle, <laughs> have I found that out? Yes. <laughs> As we worked through this, it's a lot more than just doing a video or picking a picture and writing something out and getting it set up. Like there's a lot more to it than that. Um, and I know that that's what we're going to talk about today because this is what this is what people ask me about all the time. And mm -hmm. I so appreciate your willingness and openness and transparentness to talk about this. Cause I have a lot of clients who are like, no, you know, I don't want to let other people know all this stuff because mm -hmm. it's a lot. <laughs> so yeah. thank you for this. Absolutely. Okay. So I have a lot of questions for you and I have my notes mm -hmm. here, so I'm going to keep looking at this, but um, mm -hmm. so why did you decide that you wanted to work with me to run your Facebook ads this time? Since you do have some experience and knowledge to run your own ads. Like, I know people probably have that question. Yeah. Well, you know, 
piggybacking off what you just said, how like a lot of people think it's just, you know, putting figure, finding a, an image and getting the right copy and then getting the Facebook ad out there. Um, I think that that is kind of, if you, if you take a lot of Facebook ads courses and things of that nature, that's kind of how it's promoted. Like this is easy, you know, cause they're trying to sell their own thing. Um, and not that there isn't, they don't ask for value and there isn't, um, aspects of it that are easy and, you know, it's all figure outable, uh, but, and with you, I recognized that you there was a depth to it. You were going to help me really have a foundation for the ads. It's almost like the ads are like the tip of the iceberg and everybody's talking about the tip of the iceberg, but you address the whole iceberg. And that's what I was missing. Like, what is it beneath the ad that's really getting people to, um, or really helping me get my message across? Mm, I love it. Oh, that's such a great way to put it. Thank you. Mm -hmm. All right. So now I know a lot of people have questions about gearing up to run ads yeah. because um, sometimes, especially if people haven't really done many ads before, they think, oh, I can just call Michelle up and say, hey, I want to run an ad and <laughs> you can have it up and running tomorrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I know, you know, when you and I started working together, I remember your eyes were kind of like, oh, wow, as we started going through and really planning an effective ad strategy for what you wanted to achieve. Mm -hmm. And so I'd like to walk through our work together so mm -hmm. that people can kind of have a bird's eye view of what it really takes to get ready for an effective ad strategy, not just slapping something up there and, you know, crossing our fingers and hoping it works, right? Oh, yeah. And what you did differently this time around versus maybe um, times in the past when you were doing it on your own. Mm -hmm. So let's start off with, um, with identifying your audience's pains because mm -hmm. we really started there. Um, or, well, I guess, uh, you know, as we, as we opened it up, like, mm -hmm. you know, we, we started off with what is it that you want to achieve? Right. Mm -hmm. Like I said, okay, if, if you had your perfect, goal what is it that you wanted to achieve so we had already talked about that we kind of went through uh what you wanted to achieve and so as we started thinking about the ads we first started with your audience's pains so mm -hmm. i'd love for you to talk a little bit about about that process from your point of view mm, absolutely well it's kind of a fascinating process as i sit here and and like think back to it in hindsight um, because the audience's pains inform so much, but, and there's so many different versions of the pains that you can, um, think about in regards to how you're solving the problem for, for the client. So kind of like we were talking about, um, earlier off, off the recording, it was like the pain that really got me uh, clear about how I was going to, or what my course, my exercise 180 course was going to be about was the fact that so many people struggled to exercise consistently. And so many people thought they had to kind of beat themselves up and have more discipline and willpower in order to do it. And so the, the pain I was really wanting to solve was like, how can we help people exercise consistently without relying on willpower? So, so that idea is what helped me create the course that 
helps people do that. But through the process of creating the course and having people go through it, um, I started to realize like there's actually different pains that I'm really wanting to address. Um, like how, you know, young, young people, young girls in general, from the way we're conditioned by our health and fitness society feel really bad about their bodies. And, and that is hard for their moms to hear and their dads to hear and adult um, adults in general to hear. And so that's another pain we want to address. Um, and just today we got to, we shifted some things, which I'm sure we'll start to talk about where it, it, it might just be as simple as like, are you tired of standard health and fitness advice? Um, always feeling like you're wrong and you're, you, it's, the standard advice isn't working for you when really what's happening is the standard advice is not really working for anyone and we need to make a shift there. So I don't know if that answers your question, but it's been a journey for me to figure out, you know, what is the pain that I'm really wanting to address here? Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things that I find, I mean, look, not just for you, but for every client I've ever worked with and also for myself is that we're so close to the material that we do, right? Mm -hmm. And we love it so much. And, and we really come from this place of, I want to give you all mm -hmm. of this goodness that I have to give you. Mm -hmm. But from that place, we're like fire hosing them mm -hmm. with too much stuff. Mm -hmm. And so as we were going through those audience pains, like I kept pushing you, okay, how can we broader? How can we go even broader? <laughs> how yeah. can we get them even earlier in that pain cycle before we've gotten so specific, right? Mm -hmm. um, because when we're so close to it and we know so much, we really suffer from the curse of knowledge mm -hmm. where we can't remember what it's like to not know everything that we know. It's so true. And that's what makes advertising so hard is because we need <laughs> yeah. to go way back to mm -hmm. being a novice and, mm. and it's hard. So we have to, we have to get into that mindset of what are those pains mm -hmm. that people are suffering from where they don't even really know how to put into words mm -hmm. what's going on for them. Mm. And I loved how you had, um, feedback from people in your audience Mm -hmm. And we went through some of the specific words that came out of people's mouths. Mm -hmm. And we found like, what was that hashtag? Um, gym, oh, gym intimidation. Yes. 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 And, and we, like, we were giggling about that. I was like, that is so perfect. Mm -hmm. Like That's getting into the mindset of your people and looking through Facebook comments and finding mm -hmm. like, Pinterest things and just like getting back into, okay, these are the pains that people are really suffering from and mm -hmm. thinking about like, you know, conversations that you were having with your family over holiday dinners and what are some of these pains and really trying to push back into that. That mm -hmm. is what it really takes to go all the way back to your top of funnel ads. Mm right? Because top oh, yeah. of funnel needs to be so, it needs to be specific about your area, but it needs to be broad. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, and then we need to really identify like, who are these kinds of people that we're talking to? So yeah. So that takes some work. 
And then as we were going through that, we really did identify, okay, these are some things that you want to create. So mm -hmm. then we went into planning mode, mm -hmm. right? And so I'd love for you to talk a little bit about how we went through and planned your warm-up content, because that's really step one in, you know, my three-step process of doing your Facebook ads. Um, so the warm-up content, the invite them in, and then the offer them more. So in warm-up, literally all you're doing is meeting them at their pain, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So how did you start um, planning that warm-up content? Yeah. Well, th this is just so important because this is the there was many big pieces I was missing before working with you, but this is one of them. Um, and I, you know, have mentioned this to you and even on the last episode, um, before that I was just going too deep, too fast, like you were saying. And even, you know, as you were just sitting there talking, I was realizing, um, when you have the curse of knowledge, you're, you're able to connect so many things. So like me talking about my struggle with the scale, if they went to the opt-in and I was talking about this, that obviously connects in my mind. But if someone's a novice, it, it doesn't. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So it's almost like we have to like break all these connections um, because we've had so much time with it and really get super literal. And like you said, like go back so many steps in our journey and remember, um, just remember, that, like you're saying, meet them with the pain. Um, because that's right now where they're at and we can't help them find the solution until they know that we understand their pain. And so I think when we were planning this content, um, I remember at least with you, basically you had to just keep reeling me back. Like that's too deep <laughs> or like, I don't Come get on back. Yeah, yeah. No, no, keep, no, no, broader, broader, broader. And so, um, it, it, I think it was really eye opening to see a lot of the, the, our top of funnel stuff is me telling a story about a, the pain that they're all feeling now. So the pain I used to feel around body and, um, you know, insecurities and being neurotic about health and fitness. So telling those sort of stories. So they understand, like, I really have been there. I really get this. Um, and so I think, that's been huge. And then when we had our initial planning session and I figured, I realized, you know, you helped me realize, okay, what we're doing here, meeting people where they're at, then bringing them a little further. I think I really just started to become aware of, like you said, what people were actually posting on Facebook and things of that nature. So I was sending you screenshots, like I want to address this in a, in a video or, or something like that. And from there I've, I've had a better, uh, be, been able to gauge a bit better like oh this feels top of funnel nope this feels closer to middle of the funnel uh, nope that should be for my people who've already purchased the course gone through it that's going way deep <laughs> you know what I mean and so I think and it's still a skill I'm honing you know I'm not I'm really it's a new skill for me to figure out where these pieces of content really fall um, but I'm finding that it, it's a really valuable skill because otherwise you people you, you don't understand each other and you can't bridge the gap for people if you're not meeting them and then bringing them along with you. Oh, that's so, that's such a great way to say it. And it's true. This is the hardest piece of marketing that I think everybody mm -hmm. needs to learn, especially if you're super passionate about what you do. Yes. Because it really, it comes from a good place. Like you just yeah. want to share everything that you love and that you know, but mm -hmm. by doing that, 
you're literally just like burying people in too much information. And they're just mm -hmm. like, ah, I can't take any more. Mm -hmm. And they, and they ignore you. Mm -hmm. And it's mm -hmm. the exact opposite effect of what you're trying to do. And <laughs> I know. I'm giving you so much good stuff. Why aren't you listening to me? And it's just like this horrible catch 22, right? So true. And, and I do want to talk about it because your, what you offer is actually a really sensitive, vulnerable topic, mm -hmm. right? And so at the top of funnel stuff, I set the, um, I set the expectation with you early on. Like, I don't expect that you're going to have a lot of engagement publicly with mm -hmm. your content. Mm -hmm. I said, but what we're going to see behind the scenes is we're going to see people watching your videos for mm -hmm. a long time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and I told you that I said, and that's going to be fine, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. it's so personal and so vulnerable and so close to really um, sensitive topics in people's lives. They're not going to want to like share and comment if they mm -hmm. don't feel safe. Mm -hmm. So you want to talk about a workaround that we did for that? Mm -hmm. ah. Well, I, I love this so much because it's, it's like, um, especially in my field, you know, like the health and industry, health and fitness industry, it's like people post, which is totally fine, but people post like, Oh, I got up early and worked out, you know, and then everybody's like giving them high fives and stuff in the comments. Right. Which is great. But if we are going to talk about like really changing things for the next generation, so we're not, so we truly feel like in a, we're friends with our bodies and confident and we're not all, you know, neurotic about health and fitness, uh, we have to address these insecurities, right? Yeah. But I never knew a way prior to working with you to address them in a way that I could number one, like then help people <laughs> instead of just saying like, Hey, I had this insecurity once. Right. But then also in a way where like I could utilize or the people I, I never knew a way to figure out the engagement piece. So then I could keep talking to the people that th the message hit home with, yeah. um, you know, aside from if someone commented, I could reply. Right. And so what I love that you've helped me see is that behind the scenes, we can track all this, you know, we can track video views and then we can re-engage with the people who are actually, whether they liked or commented that on the actual post, we can keep talking to them with ads um, in order to keep, you know, moving them along through this journey. Yeah. Yeah. Because, um, because especially, and I know a lot of people listening, you might have things that are really um, vulnerable and personal mm -hmm. and things that people may not want to publicly comment on. You know, I think about money, um, mm -hmm. anything to do with weight. <laughs> yep. Um, you know, sometimes things to do with kids, mm -hmm. uh, things to do with mental health. You know, there's a lot of things that people just don't want to comment on publicly. Mm -hmm. Um, even to some extent, business stuff. Like mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff in business people don't want to make known publicly and that's okay. That's why video is so powerful and ugly video 
is actually really powerful. And by ugly, I mean, not highly produced. In fact, the less produced, the better. And I know we'll link to, um, to, to your, um, funnel and stuff so people can start mm -hmm. to see your stuff, but mm -hmm. you did your video with your phone, right? Mm -hmm. Or your iPad yep. or something like yep. these are not highly produced at all. Mm -hmm. You're walking along on a trail. You're sitting mm -hmm. on a bench. You're like, you're yeah. in the sun. You can hear sounds of nature or other stuff around you. These are not like beautiful um, videos, but they are well thought out and they're heartfelt mm -hmm. and they're connecting to the story. And so people engage with that because they're engaging with you as a person and with your energy. And on the back end, we can track that. So we, we make special audiences of people who watch a certain percentage or a certain amount of it. And then we come back around later with different ads to take them further in because we're taking them on a journey, mm -hmm. letting them get to mm -hmm. know you. Mm -hmm. But also you have, you had a certain set of people who you knew would be okay. Like me, like some other people who you said, you know, these people will be okay commenting and liking it publicly because they're already okay with it. Yep. And so we, um, you know, sent out links and said, Hey, could you like and comment so that it's safe to watch this? And yes. so that's, that's another trick too that we did. Right. Yes. Uh, so there's a few things that you can do here where, mm -hmm. you know, um, it always, it always makes me crazy when I see people um, trying to say something like, well, there's not a lot of comments or likes on this ad. Mm -hmm. That's not a good measure of if the mm -hmm. ad's working or not. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't know that before. Like you've really taught me that. I didn't know what was a good measure of, of what was working. Um, and it's so, it's so nice to have you, um, in my corner, letting me know, like, regardless of likes and comments, you know, the things that everybody sees, this one is performing. We're on message here. This one off me you know what I mean? Before I had no idea. It was just, it was the standard, you know, and it's interesting now that I'm speaking this out. It's kind of like social media. It's everybody's highlight reel for the most part. Right. And we're, it's almost, it, it that's kind of like how we're trained. Like, Oh, how many likes will I get from, from this? And, and so on and so forth. And it's when you're doing ads, you have to kind of retrain yourself because you get to see the behind the scenes of what people are doing. Um, and you can make decisions on that instead of just, you know, what's showing up to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's really important to know what those performance drivers are. What is yes. it that we're trying to get people to do with this ad? So at the top exactly. of the funnel, so in that warm up content, all we want them to do is to watch you. Because we want them to get to know who you are, to get to know your energy, to understand your story, and to connect with you. Like, that's all we're trying to do there, right? Mm -hmm. Get you to become a familiar and a known face. Yep. Okay. So then let's go to step number two, which is invite them in. So in step mm -hmm. number one, we're not asking them to opt in for anything. We're literally only asking them to watch you. But mm -hmm. in step number two, we're taking it a step further. So do you want to talk about that? Yeah. Yeah. And so with step two, you know, we're driving them to my opt-in page. So the step further is not only are they, you know, watching the content, 
um, which we can we can track, but then asking them to click and opt in for um, my free series. And so I think some of the, I guess what I, through working with you, kind of the question that helps me understand if it needs to be a middle funnel ad, the step two ad, whatever you want to call it, is just like, would, if I was watching this, would I want like an invitation to go further? You know what I mean? Like, would I be kind of feel like I was hanging if she didn't say, if this person didn't say like, take me one step further. And so um, I don't know if that's a good way to describe it, but that's kind of the feel when I feel when I have a piece of content and I feel like, okay, I, I want to invite them. I invite them to um, experience more. Or if I was in their shoes, I would, I would feel like she was kind of leaving me hanging then that equals middle of funnel. Yep. Yeah. So top of funnel is more of a connection story. Yeah. Middle of funnel is more of a, let me describe this pain and let me describe the next step you can do to start overcoming mm. this pain. Right. Well said. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great way to put it. And mm -hmm. so, um, we actually had some challenges when we got to your middle of funnel, uh, not, not, insurmountable but this is actually where having um having somebody who really understands marketing and really understands ads is important and why you don't just want somebody who just puts up ads right oh my gosh it's so important michelle yeah it's so, so do you want to talk about it a bit i'd love i'd love to because it's been really truly eye-opening for me um and it's also like, it's empowering too. So I guess we started off my opt, should I just tell them the details of like opt-in page? Would that be? Um, I, you don't have to give away all the details if you don't want, um, sure. but like your top of funnel ads performed stellar, like yes. beyond stellar. We had incredible engagement. So we knew mm -hmm. that the message was right at the top of the funnel. Yeah. And then as we t started turning on the middle of the funnel, we noticed something kind of strange. Yeah. Nobody's opting in. Yeah, <laughs> very we were, few people. Yeah. We were getting clicks mm -hmm. to the page and then they weren't opting in. And so after just like a day and a half and yeah. only a few dollars, I mean, it wasn't even literally. Yeah. It, it doesn't take a lot of money to figure this out. We stopped that train and mm -hmm. said, all right, we've got a mismatch. And yeah. so you want to talk about what yeah. I, I made you a video and I said, here's what I see. Yes. Yeah. Well, and I just, before I talk about kind of how we transformed it, I, I just want to say like, I think number one, something like that in the future would have just made me crawl in my bread and cry for days. <laughs> I'm being, I'm exaggerating. In the past. In the past. Yeah. Or, oh, I said future. I meant in the past. Yeah. Like creating something, creating an opt-in and then having not a lot of people opt in, I would have been so sad. And I would have thought like, oh, what I created was wrong. But I knew with you, we were just like, nope, we just got to tweak it. We've got to tweak it. And I also think I told myself this crazy story of like, to, um, to get the information we need from the ads, we were going to have to spend a lot of time and a lot of money. I didn't realize we could know within a day and within, you know, $10 potentially. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So that felt so empowering that like we can get the information we need quickly and cheaply and then make decisions based on real information, not me guessing, which is what I had done in the past. So yeah. I guess I just want to say that because I don't know if anybody listening 
has had that myth in their head, but that was something that made me avoid Facebook ads. And it's just untrue. Like you can get a lot, if you know what you're doing. So if you're working with someone like Michelle, you can get a lot of good information quickly. Um, it's true because the metrics tell you, and it has mm -hmm. nothing to do with Annalisha, are you good enough? Mm, yeah. It, it has to do with, is the message consistent? Is mm -hmm. it, is it invite? Like there's just a lot of psychology that goes into all of it. So it has nothing to do with you personally. It just has to mm -hmm. do with, okay, we just need to tweak a couple things here. And there's mm -hmm. so many things that we can test and really like today, $13 in, we run another test yeah. <laughs> tomorrow. It'll be $15 in. We'll run another test and we will get it figured yeah. out. It's amazing. It's so cool. It's so cool. But I couldn't have done it without your help initially because I didn't know what to look for. I didn't know how to set it up and I didn't know what to look for. You know, before I was just slapping an image, copy, that's all I had. Didn't have top of funnel, middle of funnel. Didn't know what to look for if it was working. Where now it's like you've helped me understand what to look for. You've helped me understand if we're connecting properly. And then oh, this is out of alignment. This is out of alignment. So going back to middle of funnel or going back to my opt-in page, um, what you realized was out of alignment was we had said, um, we had made it about like exercising consistently. So I believe my tagline was um, not exercising consistently. Uh, your lack of willpower is not the problem. And so, um, after you called that out, like, I don't think we're warming up people to that message. I realized we really weren't. And it was kind of eye opening because that was the, um, that idea, like how to help people exercise consistently without beating themselves up and thinking is about willpower was hel what helped me create the course. So I just made the assumption that that's then how we would position the course to help people understand it, to buy it. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And so then I realized, well, oh, actually that's, that's not the message they're wanting to hear. That's not the message we were warming them up to hear. Cause we were talking about things like fear of weighing yourself and, you know, daughters say at nine years old coming home crying cause they are thinking they're fat. So then if they jump into the opt-in page and it's suddenly about exercising consistently, that makes sense in my brain, but it doesn't make sense in their brain. So then we switched it to, um, I looked over all my content and it's really just a process of aligning and aligning and aligning and realigning. And so I realized, well, this is more about like, um, helping people see like that standard fitness advice isn't, isn't really that great. That conventional wisdom, everybody feels bad when they can't follow it, but that it's, it's, you know, it's pretty faulty and potentially damaging at its core. If we look at kind of the results, we're not a super healthy or, um, or we're not a super healthy society and we're also not super confident with our bodies. So then something must be off. Um, so we thought that was the message <laughs> and people weren't opting in for that. And so then um, what we realized you and I is that it was, that is the message, but that's not what people want to hear from me. The way they're connecting with me is kind of with my energy, which is more, it's, it's more calming. It's not so stark. It's not so like, I'm going to tell you what to do. Um, it's more like, tell me your insecurity. And, and I am like, it's okay. And we're going to figure this out. And that wasn't the energy being projected by my headline. It, so they were kind, kind of um, confused or maybe disappointed 
when, when they were seeing my ad and connecting with a, a much more subtle, kinder energy, and then they got to the opt-in and it's much more, um, almost masculine to a certain extent. So we had to change the energy of everything, um, which is interesting to me because I believe we were clear about, you know, the second time around the shift we made, it was a clear shift. It truly did, um, in my mind, embody what we're trying to help people do. And so it was eye-opening to me to see, okay, but how could we do this in a way that actually aligns with my energy and, and my essence um, versus like really kind of standard marketing hooks? D does that make sense? And it you totally gave me, does. yeah, and you, you so um, kindly gave me permission to be like, nope, we, it doesn't have to align with <laughs> the textbook marketing hook. We can make this work that aligns with your energy. In fact, I think so. So here's the, I mean, you know, I've been doing, I've been doing marketing professionally since 1996. Like it's mm -hmm. been a lot of years, right? Yeah. So I'm at a place where I can break the rules when I know how to break the rules. Yeah. And, and sometimes it's hard for me to articulate why it's okay to break the rules. Mm. So I'm going to try to articulate it here, but if it's mm. confusing, I'm really sorry. But the reason that we didn't have to follow those super masculine, like here's, here's the hooky hook that you need mm -hmm. to have here is because we had a way of warming them up mm -hmm. with your authentic energy. Like you're not, you're not, being a different Annalisha in your warm up, you're actually being mm -hmm. you. Yeah. And you're being the you that you're going to be in your course. Yep. We don't want to have a different you show up <laughs> in your opt in mm -hmm. just because somebody says that that's going to convert better, because mm -hmm. that's actually not going to convert your audience better. Ah, uh, well said. <laughs> So what we need to do is we need to take those rules, but we need to put it in your voice mm -hmm. and in your energy. And mm -hmm. so that's what we did. And we're going to run a test and within probably 24 hours, we're going to know which way is going to work better. Mm -hmm. And my gut says that this test that we're running now, that <laughs> the new mm -hmm. way is going to significantly outperform the old way. Oh, me too. And you know, it's funny, like as you're talking, I'm thinking how, now that we've sorted through this and I feel like the opt-in page is just so much more aligned with who I am and what I want to offer. I'm so glad nobody opted in, you know, or that no, but such few people opted in because it's like it gave, otherwise I wouldn't have been so aligned. You know, I wouldn't have been authentic all the way through. And that's not because I didn't want to be. It's just like, you have to work through so many different layers to figure out your message and how to position it. And so it's kind of like the power of Facebook ads. Once you know what you're doing, when you work with someone like you is like, not only do you figure out how to sell things, of course, but you're also like, it's giving the, you the information you need as to how to show up most authentically, which is really cool too. Um, you know, in the moment you're like, Oh shoot, <laughs> something's off. You know, you feel a little like disheartened, but not when, but you are always so optimistic. You're like, no, nope, we're going to figure it out. And so, you know, once you do, then you just feel so much better because you're showing up as who you're really intended to be. Well, and like, I'm not immune to this too. You know, I run my own Facebook ads and we mm -hmm. all want to put up an ad and just have it take off. Like there's of course, yeah. zero 
people out there who don't want that to happen. <laughs> yeah. Me included. Yes. But the truth is, it is a rare ad that that happens with. Yes. <laughs> and, and if it does happen, it's to a really hot audience that already mm -hmm. knows and loves you. Okay. Yeah. Um, that you've already, you know, spent a lot of time warming up. Mm -hmm. When you're going out to a new audience, it takes time and effort to warm them up and to find the right language, to find the right way to take them through this journey. But once you find it, mm. it's like you have this key that mm. you've just unlocked the magic to your business. Mm. You mm -hmm. have the right path. You have the right journey. You have the right way to go find your audience and to talk to them. And it just takes being willing to run a few tests and to be a little flexible, but it also takes having a partnership, I think, where you yes. can bounce ideas off of somebody because trying to do it on your own is actually really hard. Because like you so said, hard. you crawl into bed and you're like, I'm such a loser, I can't do this. And it happens <laughs> to everyone, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Well, and, and so, you know, not only is it helpful to have the partnership just so, um, the curse of knowledge thing to kind of like make sure everything is understood. But then it's also like um, literally just the support, you know, I can't tell you how much relief I have in my life and business knowing I have your support because I know number one, like we're going to figure this out till it works. You know, I don't know if that's 30 versions from now or if this is this current version, but we're going to, we, we're, we are going to do that. Um, but then secondly, just, you know, it's really, you always tell me like, no funnel starts off perfect. Like this is normal. And I think we, what we often see is what people, you know, we don't see the behind the scenes of what everyone else is doing to get to their success. Do, mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so we don't know the heartache or the tweaks, tweak after tweak after tweak that they made in order to make this successful. And so we have this odd perception that we should just have you know, ads or ad campaigns just totally, you know, be awesome immediately. And it doesn't take long. It doesn't take a ton of money, but you still have to listen to what people are telling you through their engagement. And so um, it's been really comforting to have you just constantly say, nope, this is normal. We got to tweak this. It's no big deal. Let's talk about it. Um, you know, because before I think I didn't realize, I just didn't realize what it took to yeah. to make it successful i guess and it's not just you like it's everyone mm -hmm. i've yeah. never had i've never worked with anyone who didn't go through this same thing where they're like oh mm -hmm. my gosh i had no idea what it took <laughs> to really run ads yes yeah. okay so let's talk so we talked about the middle of the funnel and and thank you for being open about this because mm -hmm. again it's not just you it's me it's mm -hmm. everyone i don't know anyone who's ever run a perfect mm -hmm. funnel and perfect ad set that has just worked right out of the gate. Mm -hmm. If you run ads, if you have a marketing funnel, you should be ready to tweak and tweak and tweak. Mm. It's, that's just how it works. Yeah. Um, yes. And it's how you get things to really work. And, and, it, and it's worth it because mm -hmm. when you get it to work, like I said, it's like a magic key. Like my, mm. um, my, my funnel for my, which uh, marketing funnel is right for you, that quiz, mm -hmm. that has an amazing opt-in rate. Mm. That, you know, I know you've seen screenshots. Like, <laughs> I have. If people knew what those opt-in rates were, they wouldn't believe me. I don't talk about it because people wouldn't believe me, mm -hmm. but it didn't start out that way. It started mm -hmm. out 
kind of crappy. And that's just how it works. And you just keep tweaking until you get the message right. Mm -hmm. So anyway. Okay. So now let's go to bottom of the funnel. So the bottom of the mm -hmm. funnel is offer them more, right? Mm -hmm. so there's a few things that need to happen there. And for you, let's talk about what we, what you opted to do there. Mm -hmm. So for bottom of the funnel, we decided to do a lot of like testimonials. And so, um, Correct me if I'm wrong, because you know my funnel a bit better than me sometimes. But we we are showing it to people who, um, for a certain amount of days after they have gone to my sales page, correct? Yep. Yep. Some, okay. So then they're seeing different testimonials. So some of them are video testimonials, like a short segments of a full interview I've done with an Exercise 180 participant. Um, some of them are written testimonials with um, the photo of the person who gave it. Um, so just helping kind of, I would say being top of mind once people are interested in actually purchasing the course um, and helping them see what they could get from it. And of course, giving the course more credibility. Yep. Yeah. And it's, and you don't have to spend a lot of money for mm -hmm. this section of ads because the audience is pretty small. Mm -hmm. um, and, and um, the number of days that you run it for kind of depends on your funnel and how long you do it and all sorts of other things. So sure. you know, it, it's really personalized to the funnel, but yeah, for you, because, um, because of the personal nature of what you're selling mm -hmm. and because of the unique spin you're putting on health and fitness, we really felt like a combination of written and video testimonials was going to be mission critical. Mm -hmm. People who buy this need to know that other people just like them have already gone through this course and have mm -hmm. gotten stuff from it. Mm -hmm. And the testimonials that you've gotten are really specific and really credible and really powerful. Mm -hmm. They're not just like, and Alicia's great and exercise 180 is wonderful. Like, mm -hmm. no, they're specific Mm -hmm. And they're credible and they're good. Mm -hmm. And so they're, they were powerful for this part of the funnel. Yes. Uh, which is great. Okay. So we talked about the ads. So it took, I mean, if you think about it, how long did it take you <laughs> to really, you know, if, if you're thinking just about the ad piece, how yeah. long do you think it took you to put together the ads, um, including like reviewing them and going back and forth with me and all that stuff? Yeah. I don't know. Wouldn't you say like three months ish we've been working on that portion? Does that seem accurate? Yeah. I mean, part longer of it is than that, I thought. Yeah, longer <laughs> than you thought. Well, and part of it is because you needed to build up your pages and like, uh, that's true. Yes. And do yeah. some of the interviews and that kind of stuff. Like it was total was, new. Yeah. I yeah, just finished we the started course. from scratch. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We if you were from an idea. That's very true. Yeah. So not that long when you consider that for sure. Yeah, but no, it, it was about three. It took, it, you didn't just come to me and say, Michelle, can you slap up these ads? Right? Exactly. <laughs> which was my perception of Facebook ads before, which I think is why I said it took longer, but it was, it's like not longer in a bad way. It's just so much more thought out. Um, I just didn't even know what I needed to consider. And I feel like you've really opened my eyes to the mission critical things to consider. Um, and therefore it just takes a little more thought and a, a little more time to get something up. But then once it's up, it's solid. Well, and let's talk about some of the reasons why this took a little bit longer because it's mm -hmm. not just the ads mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. I looked at 
because mm-hmm. your ads have to work as part of a holistic system. Yes. So let's talk about making sure that your ads work with your whole marketing funnel. So I know one of the first things that I did is I took a look at all your emails. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so do you mm-hmm. want to talk a little bit? Because there's a lot of emails that go into your, your um, marketing funnel. So I'd love for you to talk a bit about that and about some of the back and forth and like aha moments that we had. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> so basically what you told me was, you need to be a little less teachery, <laughs> which I love because I, you know, my, my, my background educate formal education wise and previous professional background was literally a public school teacher. So, um, I think I often thought, and maybe probably people outside of education could resonate with this too, but I often thought like I had to tell people where we're going. I had to give them a lot of information. So kind of like, you know, here's the syllabus. Right. And I, I remember like the, the welcome email. So when people opted into my free video series, you were looking at the welcome email and it said something like, you know, hi, first name. Um, I'm Annalisha. Welcome to the exercise 180 course. I'm so happy that you're here. And I remember you literally like highlighted the first, you know, four lines and you, you said all that needs to go. They're not invested enough in you yet. They're not invested enough in exercise. They don't care what your name is. They don't care. You know, like they don't care how to pronounce your name. They don't care um, what the course name. They don't care that you're happy that you're here. I was like, oh my God, they don't. You're like, what is in it for them? And I was like, oh my gosh. And then basically to sum up a lot of the conversation we had, you helped me realize I just needed to get them as curious as possible to click play which made so much sense to me. And it made writing the email so much easier because before I don't really think, I mean, obviously I wanted to click play, but I think I was just like spelling things out for them. I wasn't making them curious and I wasn't thinking like what is in it for them because I was already too far down. I knew something was in it for them. You know what I mean? But I didn't realize that I needed to help them know that. And the way I could do that was to get them to engage with my content. And the best way to do that was to evoke as much curiosity as possible. Well, and that's the thing is that when you work with somebody doing your ads, um, you want your emails and your pages, your sales Mm -hmm. pages and your opt-in pages, like they all need to work together in this holistic system Yes, because you're talking to one person. Mm-hmm. you're not talking to a bunch of different people. And so if they feel like the ad is over here mm-hmm. <laughs> doing mm-hmm. its own thing, the emails are over here doing their own thing. Your opt-in pages is doing its own thing. Your sales page is doing its own thing, but none of them are doing a thing together. Yeah. The funnel's not going to work. Your it's got to be a work. cohesive dance. It has to be. They have yeah. to be so intertwined. It has to mm-hmm. be holistic together. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times with my um, Facebook ad clients like you, like I'll, I'll dive deep into it because I'm like, if these emails, which are critical mm-hmm. because this is going to be as in touch with mm-hmm. the people who opt in as the ads, like these mm-hmm. two are going to be the most that they'll see, right? They'll yes. get emails in their inbox. They'll get ads in their Facebook mm-hmm. inbox, basically. Yes. So these have to be really marching together, really yes. supporting one another. And, um, 
And, and for almost everybody, I'm like, you've got to make them curious. Your mm-hmm. number one job is to get them to lean forward and to mm-hmm. engage in the next step of what we're trying to get them to do. Mm-hmm. We're not trying to teach them in emails and we're not trying to teach them in ads. We're just mm-hmm. trying to get them to take that next step. Yeah. Well, I don't mean to interrupt, but something just came to me. That's really interesting. It's like, I think as a teacher, my students had to be there. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So I had to, here's the sil- or, you know, the equivalent of here's, here's what we're doing today. They had to listen to me. And we all kind of have versions of that. Like whether you're in the corporate world or, you know, lots of people grew up going through school. So you have this idea, like there's things you have to do. And then to realize that the people, you know, when you show up into people's inbox, they don't have to do anything. There's nobody telling them they have to click on this thing. And so if you don't make them curious, you're, you're, you know, kind of SOL, (laughs) you know what I mean? But I think I was still making the assumption, you know, that there's hoops people have to jump through and they just know they have to click here to get to this next, you know, go through the course versus like, I need to let them know what's in it for them. Um, which seems so simple now in hindsight, but it was really a huge piece that I was missing. Mm, Thank you for sharing that. And then the sales pages could, because Mm. again, it has to be this cohesive system. So we have to make sure that your sales page is that everything that we've laid the groundwork with, work with, with your early, um, videos with Facebook ads, with your middle videos with Facebook ads, with your opt-in page, with your emails, mm-hmm. all of that needs to lead to a sales page that really makes sense. Yes. So that when people land on it, they're like, this is the logical next step for me. And I feel yeah. like, like this is right. Like I've already been warmed up and I'm ready for this step. And so everything that's on your sales page, we need to make sure that we back it up into your ads, into the testimonials, into mm-hmm. your emails, into everything so that when they get there, there's nothing new that they're yes. just like, yes, this is reaffirming everything that you've already communicated to me. And mm. so anyway, is there anything else on your sales page that you wanted to, <laughs> to cause I know we <laughs> went back and forth on that a lot. <laughs> Yeah. Um, n- nothing in particular. I'm just like giggling because I'm thinking of the first version that I sent you. <laughs> how different it is now. How much better it is now. You you just really are like an alignment genius, Michelle. It's like you just <laughs> help bring all these things into order, um, which is so helpful and relieving for me. But then it's also so kind for the people who come into your funnel so they're not confused by, by you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and the, it's easier for me because I'm not the expert that you mm-hmm. are, you know, mm-hmm. in your area. And also I'm a step removed. Like I'm mm-hmm. invested in your success. I want it, mm-hmm. but I'm not the one who created it. So I can't, I can see the blind spots that you can't. Cause when you're the creator, you can't see your own blind spots. I can't see my own. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yes. So yeah, you're not alone, but yeah, I love it. Okay. So, um, so then the next thing after everything was done and we were like, yeah, then I had to go through and audit your marketing funnel to make sure that your Facebook Mm -hmm. pixel was installed and working correctly throughout everything Mm -hmm. (laughs) because that allows us to target and track. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that, um, I don't know if you have anything that you want to say about that, but it's just like sure. all these steps, right? It's yes. 
Like it's so simple yet so detailed. Mm-hmm. And I've just been like your support has just been so priceless because those kind of details used to get just get me off track, really stress me out. And just, you know, and, and then even if I tried to do it, I wouldn't really know if it was actually right. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And and so like just having you look it over, yep, good, it's working. There's just so much relief in that. And we, there's things we've had to troubleshoot, um, but you, you just have the know-how, you, you know, you know how to help me troubleshoot it, which has been, I mean, I could literally waste hours on that in the past or days, let's be honest, days trying to figure it out, feeling stressed out, not knowing if it's working. And you've just been able to say, copy and paste this here. And I'm like, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I can do that. Simple. Here's all yeah. you need to do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay. And then, um, yeah, I mean, let's talk budget really quick and you don't have to yeah. give away all your numbers. Sure. But, um, one thing that I know a lot of people ask about, um, is like, how do I know how much I should spend? Or if I'm going to make my if I'm going to be profitable, like mm-hmm. how do I know what I should do for Facebook ads? And so, mm-hmm. you know, I have worksheets that I take people through and I know you and I did one a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were kind of guessing because we no traffic had gone through this funnel. This funnel wasn't created yet. Yep. And so I said, okay, we're going to use some standard, like the minimums that I would want to see for a funnel. Mm-hmm. just to do some tracking. But I'd love for you to just talk about that from your perspective. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I think one of the biggest fears I had with starting Facebook ads, and I think it's why I stuck with free traffic driving things for so long is like, I, I just really thought you were going to have to spend thousands and thousands to figure it out. Mm. Um, well, it was interesting. It's kind of like a paradox. Like I thought maybe you could just slap an ad up and it would work. Hopefully, (laughs) you know, cross your fingers. But then a a deeper part of me knew that there was something a lot more going on and that I might waste a ton of money or have to like invest a ton to figure it out. And what I've really learned from you is that you can get, once you know what you're looking for, and once you've built something that has, you know, a solid foundation, you can get the insights you need very quickly. So, you know, you can spend a few, you know, $10 and 24 hours and get insights. And so you're tweaking things on a very low budget and on a very quick timeline so that you're closer and closer to, to profits, you know, and then from there you can scale. Um, but you're not going to scale until you know that the funnel works. And I think my fear was, you know, you would just have to spend so much money to figure that out. Um, and that was just, that's not true. Yeah. Yeah, no, I love that. And, and also just like, cause I know, you know, when we were talking about top of funnel ads and you were saying, okay, how much do I need to be willing to spend? I was like, I think if we started off with $20 a day, that would be fine. And you were like, what? I know. <laughs> I thought it was going to be hundreds. Yeah. And I was like, and after a while, we could probably scale that back once we have a big enough audience, but mm-hmm. yeah, 20 bucks a day is fine. Cause that'll give us enough people going through. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, it, it depends for everybody because it depends mm-hmm. on how much the thing is that you're selling, what your goals are, like all that kind of stuff. But the worksheet that I have really helps mm-hmm. me understand. And I know what metrics I'm trying to hit to make sure that you're profitable. 
Yes. Like I know that we need to keep your lead costs at a certain target mm -hmm. threshold or below. But I also know that there's a certain phase of testing where we do need to test. Like yeah. we might need to take a couple hundred dollars and do some tests. Mm -hmm. Otherwise we're never going to have any information. <laughs> so yeah. you know, there's some of that, but, um, uh, but I would love to say we decided to do video and I, mm -hmm. I won't do Facebook ads for people anymore who aren't willing to do video sure. because that maximized your budget. Yes. I mean, you know, not to give away everything, but we at the top of your funnel, we can get you in front of the right people for literally pennies. Yes. Versus multiple dollars if we were not doing video. Exactly. Yes. And we can see who's interested in what you have to say. Mm -hmm. And I always say like, you know, with video, think of it if you were in a room, <laughs> Mm -hmm. you know, with people watching you speak. Mm -hmm. So, you know, one of your videos is like four and a half, five minutes long. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if, if people are watching you for three, four minutes mm -hmm. and you're paying pennies mm -hmm. for them to watch you, wouldn't you do that all day long? Exactly. It's, it's, it's amazing. Yes. It's incredible. I and, agree. And I just tell people like, just, as long as you have a phone, you have everything yeah. you need to do video. It's so true. <laughs> all of my Facebook ad videos were uh, recorded on my phone. All of them. Yeah. Sometimes mm -hmm. with sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. Like you don't have to look perfectly mm -hmm. polished and put together. You don't have to have a beautiful background. Like mm -hmm. there's nothing that needs to be perfect about uh, videos on Facebook. Mm -hmm. at all. Agreed. And I, I think people probably prefer when there's imperfection. I think so too. Mm -hmm. Because it's much more relatable. Exactly. Okay. Um, so I just have one last thing and then I'll, and then we'll kind of wrap this up. Cause I just, I appreciate you being so open about this stuff because this mm -hmm. is an awesome conversation for people who've always kind of been wondering, but mm -hmm. The last thing I want to talk about is we only spend money on people who don't know you at the top of your funnel. Mm, yeah. We don't, we don't target your opt-ins, um, for people who haven't already engaged with your videos. And mm -hmm. I would love for you to just talk a little bit about that. Cause I think it's different than what you've done for your own ads in the past. And I'd love just for you to put it in your own words about what you've learned about that. Oh, I'd love to. I mean, I mean, I think you're just absolutely a genius <laughs> when it comes to this stuff, Michelle, because before you're right, I didn't, there wasn't, I wasn't um, bringing people like, I, I didn't have a true funnel, I guess is the best way to put it. I wasn't bringing people on a specific journey. They, you know, I wasn't warming them up and then getting them more curious. And so um, I was clearly wasting money, number one, but then secondly, um, I, I didn't craft the experience I wanted for them either. And so I think that's the cool part of the way you work is not only is it so much wiser in regards to getting a return on investment because you're only investing money, you know, in the middle of the funnel of people who've already engaged with you. So they're actually interested, 
But even more than that, I believe it's a lot kinder as well because you're strategically engaging with people and bringing them on a strategic journey so that you can bridge a gap for them. You can help them get the transformation that they're wanting instead of just like, and you can help them feel safe with you and with their purchase with you too. Um, So, you know, a lot of people can think like Facebook ads are sleazy and whatever, and maybe some people do them that way. But I think the way that you teach people how to do it is so kind. Um, And it's truly a win-win. It's a win-win for the people that I'm serving. And then it's a, it's a win for me because it's, you know, we're making wise investments, not just slapping stuff up and putting money behind it. Yeah. And saying, Oh, you're, you're missing out. Or like, this is a secret that you must have or whatever. We're, we're yeah. not doing any of those things. No, no, it's real. And it's true. Um, and it's, it's, um, it's, I mean, kind is just the word that comes to me. It's bringing people on an actual journey of transformation, whatever your industry is. Um, and it, it's just, I, I love the way you do it. It makes so much logical strategic sense. But at the same time, before working with you, I would have never thought of doing it the way you do it. <laughs> so, so I just learned so much. Oh, that's awesome. All right. So I just want to open it up for any last comments that you have about Facebook ads and also let people know where they can come check out your funnel, your Facebook ads, all that kind of stuff. Awesome. Sure. So Well, first, I just want to say, like, thank you so much, Michelle, for teaching me what you've taught me in the last, you know, six to nine months. I mean, I think you are really, like you said, a magic key. I feel it unlocking. And I am like, so truly grateful for your support. Um, And and I just, I think your philosophy on marketing is, is truly unique to what I've seen in the out there. And I just think it's so rooted in kindness and true strategy um, I'm, I'm blown away by, by your work. So thank you. Truly. Thank you. Absolutely. Mm, Absolutely. It's well-deserved. Um, so yes, if people would love to connect with me, the best way to do that, um, would be to head to exercise180.com and go from there. Yeah, absolutely. And I will, for those of you listening to this on the podcast, I will link up to a whole bunch of Annalisha's stuff so you can go Mm -hmm. check her out. Um, and, um, and you could just, um, grab it at, uh, the marketing funnel show.com forward slash 28. That's just two eight. And you'll be able to, um, grab all the links for that. And, and, um, Annalisha, I just want to say again, thank you for being willing to be so open about this journey because, um, Facebook ads, I think for a lot of people are just like this big question mark, like how do you crack this code? And I just appreciate you talking about it because it's a journey. It's not something that you just turn on and it magically works. So So true. (laughs) Absolutely. I was really happy to be here. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, Annalisha, for sharing so much of your Facebook and marketing funnel journey with us. That was incredible. And so much about your learnings as you created a full funnel for Exercise 180. If you want to go check out Annalisha's marketing funnel and her Facebook ads, I encourage you to check her out at exercise180.com for her free video series that reveal the misperpetuated in the health and fitness industry, 
or whatever we've changed the headline to by the time you you hear this and go check it out, which is the beginning of Annalisha's funnel. And I'll link to it all in today's show notes, which you can find at themarketingfunnelshow.com forward slash 28. Want to know if Facebook ads are right for your business? Well, luckily, I've got a quick and easy quiz to figure that out. So head on over to today's show notes at themarketingfunnelshow.com forward slash 28. And in less than five minutes, you're going to know if you're ready to run Facebook ads for your business or if you've got a little bit of behind the scenes work to do to get ready. All right. I look forward to seeing you on yet another great episode of the Marketing Funnel Show next week. Talk soon.